Hey, welcome. I'm your host, Gregory Ricks, a financial advisor here to answer your questions and help you win with your money. On this week's episode of the Ask Gregory podcast, we are joined by Nicholas Rohde, a wealth advisor here at Gregory Ricks & Associates. Today, Nicholas and Gregory are going to discuss important opportunities that you may have to reduce the tax burden in retirement. We also have a complimentary download waiting for you on this topic if you go to gregoryricks.com slash podcast 82. Again, that is gregoryricks.com slash podcast 82. I, I was recently having a conversation presenting to a group and a couple came up afterwards and one of the things they said is, where did you get that information? You know, the uh, sunsetting of the Tax Cut Jobs Act yeah. that was passed, what, in 2017 under the Trump administration? And I shared with the group, you know, when this is going to sunset. And, and they came up like, where did you get that from? How do you... How, how do you know about it? Because we don't know. And I shared, actually, most people don't know. And it's going to sunset January 1, 2026. So where we are right now is we have a stand for a couple married, filing jointly. We have a standard deduction of 25000 $900 personal exemptions eliminated what's interesting about that is two tax brackets in particular is the 22% tax bracket is $83,551 to $178,150 and for 2% more, the next bracket at 24% is at $178,151 through $340,100. So you've got 2% that sap- separates a pretty wide swath of money. You know, when, if you're looking to shift some assets and get it into a tax-free world. What's going away? Well, in 2026, it reverts back to what it was before the Tax Cut Jobs Act bill was passed. So that 22% tax bracket is going to be 25. And they've narrowed the range of it. It will go back to $75,901 through $153,100. And the next one is a 3% bump up at 28, and it's narrowed as well. Its range is $153,101 to $233,350. So they've dropped off, lowered that by, that will, and I say they've lowered that, that's what it was, and that's what it's set to sunset to. So that's more than 100000 reduction in that bracket, because then... You bump up to 33%, which is a 1% increase over how that bracket is presently. You know, it gives you an opportunity to maybe do some tax strategy planning with this window before it gets higher. And that's just one of the things. Don't waste margin. What, what is that? That's, that's leftover room before you jump to the next tax bracket. 
that you should be looking at that and aware of that. Maybe what's the opportunity you're talking about taking value? Converting some money to Roth in these lower tax bracket times because they've, they've signaled they're going up. They'd like to do it before then. I just don't think they got the votes to do that. But mm-hmm. in 2026, it's already baked in the cake. So, Nicholas, some of the things you've been talking about lately are Roth opportunities. Yeah, Roth money is one of my favorite types of money, and it's actually only 25 years old. So we have a lot to credit back in, I think it was, what, 1997, the Roth was actually introduced. So it's really not that old of a financial tax qualification, but there's definitely some awesome opportunity, a lot of unknown details about Roths. And I find that you know, us advisors, we're, me personally, I'm in about 20 meetings a week, every week. And it's actually pretty surprising that I would say roughly half of the meetings I have when we're talking about tax efficiency as part of our process, a lot of times I get a question on, well, what is a Roth? Or, oh, I've heard, you know, I don't want a Roth. They're too aggressive or they're too conservative. So it's about just educating people. It's not an investment strategy. It's a tax qualification inside of a Roth. Yeah, stocks, bonds, ETFs, mutual funds, annuities can be inside of those Roth accounts. But the opportunity is is growing money tax-free inside of the tax code. And... A, a fundamental thing uh, on setting up a Roth account, kind of one magic thing you need to do is get a, is open an account and contribute to it. Get a contribution in it. And, yeah, and, and have, even if it's just $50, why? Just something to you start get the clock. The clock yeah. started. There's this magic thing that it needs to be established for five years. So then you can reach a point, say at age 59 and a half, that growth can be taken out without taxes and without penalty. Correct. There. And one thing neat about a Roth, though, if you contribute, you're contributing after tax dollars to it. And those those dollars can be taken out before age 59 and a half, but the growth cannot. So, it's got two parts. It needs to stay there to 59 and a half, and it has to have five years since the account was established. And generally, that's not a problem, but they need to understand that if they're wanting to do a conversion or contributions is getting that clock started. Yeah, and we have a lot of questions, too, about just, well, how can I contribute or can I even because there are income limits to contributions on a Roth IRA. And actually, this week, I ran into a case where just depending on your tax filing status, you may or may not be able to contribute to a Roth. And a, basically, the tax filing, if you do a married filing separate and you earn more than $10,000, this is directly from the IRS.gov, you actually cannot contribute to a Roth. But that does not take you out of the option of having Roth money because we have conversions we can talk about and look at there's different tax efficiencies to get more money into that status. But we find opportunities for this for any age. That's what part of that process is on getting that tax return because no matter what your age is, there could potentially be some awesome opportunity to get money into this status. You know, one of the obstacles is, is the tax bill. On contributions, it's after-tax dollars, so it, it's not impactful like a Roth conversion 
is on shifting money from traditional to Roth. When you're doing a Roth conversion, there's that's a taxable event. Mm-hmm. But if we factor time in, time can help solve for that for if you're converting, let's say, $20,000, and you might convert that, but you also have to account for the taxes, and that might come off of some of that money that's converting over, right? Yes. it's. I find there's two ways to do a Roth conversion, and the first way is just what you said. If we figure out, hey, where is your tax bracket? Since we know this is taxable income, we want to make sure we just run the report to see how much we can stand on the tax bill that comes and either have the custodian withhold those taxes for you. So if you want to do a $20,000 conversion, you know you're in the 22% federal tax bracket, and let's say you're in the 3% state, you could have the custodian withhold 25% right there, so you'll have a little bit less going into your Roth, but your tax bill is taken care of in advance. Yeah, it's taken care of in today's dollars, not in the future dollars, with the expectation of taxes going up, because it's a part of the conversation, it's already set to go up because the Mm -hmm. Tax Cut Jobs Act uh, bill is sunsetting those tax decreases in January 1 of 2026. So we have a window, and with those two particular tax brackets, depending on your situation, there are some cases where we talk to people that they don't even have much income at all right when they retire. So there's a unique opportunity to take advantage of that versus – using money later at higher tax brackets or being forced to because of RMDs or leaving money behind decades from now when you move on. And all those should be a part of the conversation. Yeah, that's what I love about it is that it's such a personal conversation because it's exactly what you said. Some people I found, they're not worried about themselves, but this is legacy money for them. They don't want the kids to have to pay taxes at potentially higher rates when the kids inherit it and have to spend that money down within 10 years. And other people, they're looking at, hey, well, you know what? I would like some extra income tax-free in retirement. I mean, there's just so many reasons for it, but they're all great reasons. And it's just finding what the purpose is for that money. And if we can get it out to keep more with the family, I think everybody wins. Yeah. I think, didn't we have the, um, the farmer conversation about this where like a, a 401k, a pre-tax account, is like you're getting help from the government on your seeds and you're planting your field, but whatever you grow, that's not all yours. You know, Uncle Sam gets a piece of that. Yeah. The Roth. And he can move that can piece in time. How much of your field if he, he wants owns. more yeah. of a piece, he can do so. Yeah, he, he controls it. But with a Roth, you're getting no help on your seeds. You're buying everything because it's after-tax money. But whatever you grow, that is your family's field. That's your crop. So I kind of love that example because it's like, yeah, it's kind of like help me now, hurt me later. Or don't do anything for me now, but it helps <laughs> it, my it family It goes back later. to that pay me now or pay me le- more exactly. later there. I'd rather pay less now and keep more for later. So, yeah. you know, from tax planning standpoint that we do at our firm with people is assessing the taxable nature of their current holdings, strategizing ways to include tax-deferred or tax-free money in a plan, strategize which tax category to draw income from first to help reduce the tax burden. Once again, looking for efficiencies and leverage your qualified money to potentially leave tax-free dollars to your beneficiaries. 
Because you start thinking about leave behind money and the situation it puts them in, you could cause their brackets to be higher, which means more taxes. And less of your legacy being left on. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for tuning into this week's episode of the Ask Gregory Podcast. We'd like to give a big thanks to our guest, Nicholas Rohde, for joining us on this episode. And don't forget, we've got a complimentary download waiting for you on this topic. If you go to gregoryricks.com slash podcast 82, again, that is gregoryricks.com slash podcast 82. Thanks so much for listening to Ask Gregory, where we answer your financial questions. You can find us anywhere a podcast can be found and on YouTube and Facebook Live every Saturday from 10 to 1. If you love this podcast, subscribe, leave a review, and tune in next time. Gregory Ricks and Associates is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management LLC. AE Wealth Management and Gregory Ricks and Associates are not affiliated companies. Gregory Ricks and Associates, the Total Wealth Authority, is our trademark tagline. It does not promise or guarantee investment results or preservation of principal, nor does it represent a certain level of skill. Investing involves risk, including potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities, or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims of the paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Gregory Ricks and Associates is not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the U.S. government or any other governmental agency. The guided planning system is our trademark system. It does not promise or guarantee investment results or the preservation of principle, nor does it represent a certain level of skill. The information and opinions contained here and provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable. But the accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Gregory Ricks and Associates. Any media logos or trademarks contained here and are the property of their respective owners and no endorsements made by those owners of Gregory and Associates is stated or implied. Gregory Ricks and Associates has a strategic partnership with tax professionals and attorneys who can provide tax and or legal advice. AE Wealth Management, Gregory Ricks and Associates, WJ Blanchard Law, LLC, J Heath & Co., and Mortgage Combo are not affiliated companies. This show is a paid placement.